It's a good show. Okay, this is Moses Allison, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andros Jones. Welcome to... Welcome to... Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. studio tempting fate wherever you are putting questions to songs that we will randomly select here with the help of our friend synchronicity synchronicity now it's time for radio a ball give us a shake Radio Eight Ball. Give us a shake. It's the Radio Eight Ball Show. And welcome back to Radio Eight Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries, August 2nd, 2018, in the hot, hot summer in Burbank, California, with Miranda Lee Richards. Say, it's hot. Yeah, say something there. So <laughs> they know you're here. And Miranda is, and I'm provi- still here. She is providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations and inviting friends and uh, collaborators to join her to ask their question to the Pop Oracle. And now we're joined by another songwriter, Harper Simon. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Oh, you know, I was going to say, oh, don't say thank you, Brian. That's so boring. Think of something else quickly. I was thinking saying in my head. Yeah. Then you asked me, I said, oh, thank you for having me. Well, it was very sweet. <laughs> it sounded perfect. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I always works. wish that I said that. <laughs> People as invite when I'm guesting on people's things, I, I always feel like I'm not as not that gracious. So, I'll take. I should use. You know, it's one of those things where the kind of people who say thank you should maybe say it less, and the people who don't say it enough should say it more. So, we're finding a balance here, Harper. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. So, so we made it. Yeah. Let's try it again. Thanks for being here, Harper. Um, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have a good response. Uh, so, how do you know? Uh, how do you know this songwriter who we're hanging out with? I don't know. I can't recall. All I know is she appeared like a like an angel in East Los Angeles somewhere years ago. Who's that? A line in a song? I like that. Um, do you remember where you where you? Met? I think she came to one of my shows. I, yeah. I feel like that's where I met you. Well, Did I you know come? Seven. I know oh, Seven yeah. McDonald. That's an old friend. You guys were so. working together. Yeah. And um, the ever elusive and constantly insightful posting of Seven McDonald. She's my she, she been Facebook. Mentioned? Facebook thing wants like I've known Seven on and off for years and years and years, from when she used to book the Viper Room and all. Sure. But but uh, but fa- some people Facebook says you are gonna see everything this person posts. And she's one of the people that Facebook. Oh, she's just a favorite somehow. I I don't know. Like I, I 
people I have friends I have family members who never see a post about Radio 8 Ball Facebook doesn't want them to see that but like you never know what what that how it gets determined but for years she's always been like the first thing that shows up in my feed anyway sorry amazing you must Seven, be favorites seven. by accident I, I actually universe. I don't think she likes me that much oh, to yeah. be honest but that's okay she doesn't like you she told me she I'm sure she got into your show I'm or, sure she yeah. doesn't <laughs> Because you know, because you know, because seven and eight are you know they're no, they're not. mortal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we all just come together and realize that we're fifteen? Oh, I love that. Anyway, sorry, enough enough of that. So you're saying that's how you know that's part that's how you came to I know each other. There's a lot seven. of cosmic synchronicity on this. If that's your kind of that's your that's my my that's your angle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, so I, and I, right, for me, I, where I learned synchronicity was from songwriting. It was mm-hmm. like you write a song and you think it means one thing and then it sort of turns around on you in your life. You may think you're writing about nothing and then you realize, oh, that was kind of prescient. How did I know that this relationship was, wasn't going to work? I thought it was working. Or how did I know that, you know, that this part of my ego was going to get tweaked? I thought I was writing about someone else and now I realize I was writing about myself. Do you ever have yeah. that experience where you write a song and it shifts after you've written it on you? Uh, well, I have an exp- that experience where it shifts as I'm writing it. Yeah? Mm. I mean, because I'm always... I, I, I never... I very rarely... Uh, I don't come to a song with an intention, per se. Mm-hmm. Usually. So you? like yeah. you'll just start writing what what you see or like what? No, I just let sort of let the song present itself to me. You um, know, I don't I don't come to a song and say, oh, today I'm going to write a song about global warming or something. I just right. fragments of lyrics present themselves, and then yeah. slowly I realize, oh, maybe I'm wanting to write about this, and then. I change a pronoun from you to she, and it changes. Or I mean, it's yeah. sort of a journey for. Mm-hmm. That's how I write, but I I don't know if that's that common or not common or what. It is. I I, I would definitely fall into that. You would. Yeah. Um. I mean, I let. Occasionally, I'll have the words beforehand or a little poem. I'm not much of a, of a, of a poet. Like without, like in the way of like just writing poetry. Um, but occasionally I will have that and I'll be able to fit some, the, the cadence is such and the rhyme scheme is such it'll fit with a melody. But um, most of the time the song kind of seems to determine what it's going to be about. There's like an atmosphere to it and, a, and then certain... The atmosphere yeah. or the tempo or the chords suggest Su- a subject matter and yeah. you sort of let it lead you along. And also just the phonetic sound of words. Like for me, it has to work. Like I can't put a square peg into a round hole that way. Like sometimes I can tell when um, songwriters are really like lyric centric first. Mm -hmm. You know, where like they're trying to put some fit something around something, and you know, and it's just like I. I would like to be more that way actually, but I it's it's not natural to me. Yeah. Did any of you read Jimmy Webb's book? songwriting book I did I got through most of it yeah, yeah. I, I, we had him as a guest on the show and so I, I read it and I it was one of those things where because he writes he writes with the thesaurus he oh. very much will take like it has to have the, and I reading about the way he writes stressed me out like I couldn't imagine it's like I couldn't get my mind around if I was pulling out a thesaurus in the middle of writing a song I'd 
I'd never want to write a song again. It wouldn't be the fun is being surprised by again like some weird phonetic thing that realize you don't even realize. Oh, that that just happened. That those words I would never put those words together. And it's not anything to. I mean, Jimmy Webb's a you know he's a master craftsman songwriter. I, I'm not shitting on any way that any anyone else writes, but. I just think it's so. There, it's amazing. I, I do the show with all these songwriters, and everyone has a different path mm. towards it. And sometimes, some like some people's paths will, would drive you crazy if you try to do it that way, because sure. we all sort of find our way to, you know, to Devil's Tower to meet the aliens in our own <laughs> way, right? Whether it's through, you know, I'm sorry, going into well, the thing encounters. is, the thesaurus isn't. There's so there's such a limited amount of words that you can actually use for a song that don't <laughs> either track as pretentious or they yeah. don't sing well. Or, so the thesaurus is sort of a. Uh, it doesn't give you much, actually. The uh, rhyming dictionary, however, is a goldmine. <laughs> No. Uh-oh. Don't well, bore us. Put away the. You know thesaurus. what? I'll give you Miranda. Remind me after the show, because okay. So here's my experience with rhyming dictionary. So there's the rhyming dictionary that everybody has. The uh, what's his name? Clement Wood. Is that his sure. name? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm, I'll look it's it up. Yeah. I think it's Clement there's Wood. A is his name? Webster one too. I think. Well, that's the, this. I th- you can look it up, but I think that's like a very standard famous yeah. one. Anyway, it's um, it's very thick and it's full of you know ninety percent words that are completely useless. Maybe ninety five percent you can't use them in a yeah. song. Can't sing them. Maybe you can use them in a poem, um, but you can't use them in a song. So uh, um, then I found this other one that's out of print, but is kind of worth it by Sammy Khan. He made his oh. own rhyming dictionary that he said, you know, the, the, the Clement Wood one is a waste. It's full of the most, it's completely absurd. It's a ridiculous waste <laughs> of time. And I've made my own rhyming dictionary. Here's every word you need for songs. Don't, there's no more words than this <laughs> that you need. <laughs> but strangely, um, so anyway, I looked at his. So I bought his, which is out of print, but you can probably find it on eBay or something. And so I bought his, and then I realized that, frankly, I seventy-five percent of his words were completely ridiculous. <laughs> Not only that, he strangely doesn't give any words beyond three syllables. So, um, like, oh. so, like, a word like imagination isn't in there. You know? oh anyway, so I then went and decided I'm going to make my, my own. Yes, that's oh, awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And mine is, like, an even more condensed version from Sammy Kahn's. If you don't know who Sammy Kahn is and you're listening to this show, he's a sort of um, old school second wave Sinatra lyricist songwriter. Like, he wrote very kind of corny, but strangely perfect lyrics like uh, songs like um, I don't know Love and Marriage for instance is it, Love is and witchcraft? Marriage Love and Marriage goes together like a horse and carriage yeah, yeah. very corny 50s yeah. kind of perfect lyrics sort of but and and uh, also um, if I'm not mistaken uh, High Hopes oh okay <laughs> he wrote for instance <laughs> oh my gosh uh, Anyway, uh, Miranda, if you remind me after the show, 
I will forward you my super condensed version of Brava Rhyming Dictionary. I would love, to, I would love to <laughs> which see will it. save you a lot of time. And I love I that love that's that. where it went. I kind of because I, it was, yes. I, I was like this this whole thing of throwing down the gauntlet of the the writing you know, of the. So rhyming I mean, dictionary. now I have literally been through every every fucking word there is. To, there's no, I mean, like so. Do you I, have to use a dictionary to make the rhyming dictionary? No, because as I say, most words are kind of just off limits anyway, because there they're are, just yeah. too, they just sound too pretentious to right. be in a song. Sure. So There's... even though you would use them in, a, in, a, in an essay or something, you know, you you'll never you use them in a song. Well, yeah. like, what's a, well, it's like an example of a word, this is too much fun, I, I keep wanting to get us <laughs> to the question, but this is too much fun. What's an example of a word that is too pretentious to go in a song? Uh, I, I can't think off the top of my head of what is too pretentious, but mostly every word that you say in your day-to-day life. Synopsis. Um, pretentious. Synopsis. You're never going to put synopsis in the song. Mammogram. Mammogram. <laughs> these, are all, I'm, these are all words I would love Mammogram. to use in a song. Yeah, they, they won't work. You'll Trust me, you'll take them out. I'm a They the Might end. Be Giants fan. What can I say? I like... Like, the Smiths, though. Yeah. They hey, uh, okay. Well, if you're going, okay, they might be giants. They have a specific. What about Tom Lehrer? Tom Lehrer. He's he's the king of these. Okay, guys. those these are kind of like people with a niche thing. <laughs> Bella, Bella and Sebastian yeah. got into it. Oh, yeah. You're, you're talking oh, to a guy who, who does a synchronicity podcast. I'm all about niches. Walking in the hotel room and there are people outside and they yeah. forgot your idea again, dude. Like he'll yeah. go off on a whole story about Chateau Marmont or something. So yeah. He uses some big words. He, it's true. He, uh, he <laughs> does. He is. He's rather bold in his word choices. I will say, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a gift to be able to stretch yourself and get away with using words. It's just Dylan. I mean, Cole Porter. We we'll get close. We could go on and on. Cole Porter will never use a word that's not very very. In the confines of the lyric, he Cole Porter will not stretch at all. He's kind of the definition of what is considered he's like within bounds cellophane. of that time. He's, True, cellophane. He's got cellophane in there. Oh my gosh, paparazzi! I'm sorry, song nerds <laughs> hanging out in a pile. I love it. I'm, this is this is my this is my favorite kind of conversation. But the, we should get to the the whole point of the show is to to engage the pop oracle and what is your question? Yeah, no, I just I couldn't think. All I could think of is where can I get a good, where can I get another ice cream sandwich? Aww. Another or the best or like what is there? What why what is your quest for the ice cream sandwich? <laughs> so sweet. Uh, well, no where can I get another ice cream sandwich? Aww. <laughs> That is so as you can cute. tell, because as 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 in um, you know, as opposed to rain, I'm a very shallow person, that's and I'm that. only really interested in becoming one with <laughs> an ice cream sandwich right now. Okay, well, I'm gonna ask. But I, I, when I we get done, I'm gonna ask you. No, 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 no. There's no as long. The only thing that I don't, I, I always end up. If you're asking a question like Miranda, what's your favorite place to get an ice cream sandwich? That's no good. Because we we can ask that another time. But this, you were if you're on a quest, I'm gonna take your quest seriously. And I love that you couched it as you wanted to become one with an ice yeah. cream sandwich. I want to know about your feeling about ice cream sandwiches, but we're gonna get into that after we do this uh, divination. So, the question is, where can Harper Simon find an ice cream sandwich? And now, 
to engage the pop oracle. Harper, you get to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na. Wheel of Eight. Song number six is... Seventh Ray. Oh, my gosh. Seventh Ray. Hey, there's a restaurant called the Inn of the Seventh oh, yeah. Ray in Topanga. <laughs> I bet That's they have an amazing all And strangely, Seven McDonald used to work there. I see. How cosmic is that? What time is it? <laughs> um, 731. Ooh, <gasps> see? And there's 31 flavors <laughs> <laughs> at Baskin Robbins. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> One, two, ready. <laughs> Seventh ray of the seventh day of year. Born with feathers in your hair, marching everywhere to the beat of your own drum. This a habit moving slower than the rabbit. How will you ever make it there? I had a bone, but I let it go. A faithless existence is the heart. 
And that was Seventh Ray, the answer to Harper Simon's question, where can you find an ice cream sandwich? And we're going to get into what an ice cream sandwich means in this. Sometimes an ice cream sandwich is just an ice cream sandwich, but sometimes it means more. But first, tell us a little bit about where that song comes from, Miranda. It's beautiful, by the way. Another beautiful oh, thank song. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, dear. Oh, gosh. Just oh. losing your way and finding your way back to an ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, on your way home, there may be one. Yeah. Um, a different way home. A different way home. A new way home. You'll find your ice cream sandwich. Um, oh, just about intending life to go a certain way and... Um, and uh, you have these big plans and things go a different way than you think they are. And sometimes you get a little lost down in the muck and um, down in the heavy swamp of reality. And um, But you can retranscend that at points and you get glimpses of your better self or your better reality. And this song is about finding that. And what does the seventh ray refer to? Oh, I just was just being mystical, I guess. The seventh, uh, it was originally you came in on the seventh, it was like a seventh day, the seventh hour of the seventh day of the, uh, I think it was, someone was talking, it was a songwriting book, actually, and I don't remember, I should have remembered this for the sake of conversation, but a songwriter had said that... This is so smart of me. A songwriter had said that he was born on the seventh hour of the seventh day of... Is this the... Willie Dixon? Yeah. Is yeah, is it? Do you yeah. know that? Yeah. Is well, that a famous... Like that. I, just... I think it might be. It might be. It's and like, then a, thank it's you like for... a blues line, yeah. Yeah, thank you for filling that in. So... And I'm like, well, I can't say the seventh hour. I have to say the seventh ray. I thought you were talking you about can't... the seventh ray of oh. the sun or some seventh Well, then, well I was then thinking you... seventh ray must mean something else because of that <laughs> that that place in Tobago called the seventh well, ray. Well, yeah, that's the purple. That's the that's the frequency of light is uh, the seventh ray. It has a certain frequency, and it's the frequency of purple. It's the color right. of purple, and it has the highest vibration of all the colors. So when you're... So is it's it, the violet ray. Oh, so it ends with ray transformation. Seventh chakra, yeah. the, crown, the yeah. crown chakra. It's a yeah. fit year. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Well, so now I know you said, I yeah when when people say like oh I just have a selfish question when people I self-identify as selfish I always think that I it's didn't not. say selfish. What did you say? You said as opposed to as opposed to ra- a, Rain's question. I said I'm a uh, shallow. Oh, shallow. <laughs> At any He's a rate, simple man. He just wanted I, an ice cream I sandwich. Think, I always think there's probably more to it than that. So, uh, so first of all, for, does does an ice cream – like sometimes when – like when I, I know that when I go for ice cream, it's because I want to feel like I'm 10 years old again. No. Do, do, do you have that – have any like childhood connections to ice cream? Does it mean something to you? I think it's probably closer to me, you know, having a, you know, some kind of substitute for my uh, former heroin addiction. Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) I think think it's probably something closer to that. 
that's that's a good transference probably the um now are you I know that we live in this like uh, this age of like fancy everything there's a fancy version of it you know like there's there's tacos but then you go to these fancy taco places where they have like macaroni and cheese tacos and they have all these weird tacos uh, have you experimented with I've never ways? found a fancy ice cream sandwich never like where they are like it's made with... if you know of one I think that would be it seems like there's got to be places in LA that do a crazy like special cookies, you know, a special, you know, stuff in the ice cream. Maybe well, like like some like they put yeah. they put bacon and salt in ice yeah, cream. Yeah, I'm not all. that kind of guy. No, no, you just not want Not really. They dip the waffle in chocolate and sprinkles. Ooh. Where do you find where do you find they these? Fill up that waffle. Oh. Calm. Mhm. You getting a little Yeah, I, I just want the, the the kind that comes in the paper. No, oh. I, think a, Napoleon, I think there's a vending a machine on Neapol- Pico somewhere that probably. <laughs> what, Nepal- what Neapolitan? What is it called? Klondike bar. What's the no, three flavors? Oh, that's not yeah, what Neapolitan. I want, Neapolitan. That has the chocolate. I like the the one that's just got kind of the cookie. Oh, the cookie. Dig it, Neapolitan. It's not really a cookie. It's, it's, I don't know what it's it is. Called, exactly. It's oh, it's it's another one that's pretty good. Compare it's a, another kind of ice cream sandwich. It's it. Have you ever had those? No. It's it. It's two oatmeal cookies with vanilla ice cream or mint, or mint and then covered in chocolate. Mm-hmm. Oh, you might have to do. <laughs> you didn't know. Have I really you're... derailed you your didn't cosmic know what... connection, <laughs> hippie. No, you didn't. Radio show. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't. That's you can't. You it's can't impossible. It. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so this is exactly what we needed to talk about because someone needs to make a better ice cream sandwich in Los Angeles yes. food trucks. Are you listening? And and also, you know, vegan sandwiches, vegan ice cream sandwiches. It's such a. It, I don't know. It's just. I think that everyone has like that's one of those things. Everyone has some kind of relation to my relationship is connecting with my 10 year old self yours is connecting with with uh your former addictions <laughs> and you know someone out there might be listening to it and just being like oh my god and they were like oh my god i'm, I'm just eating my feelings my... right yeah, now yeah. With, i'm just yeah. stuffing down this bad relationship that i'm in with 10 oatmeal cookies oh there's also like positive things about just giving your inner child a little treat and you know, sometimes we just want a little love, and that's an ice cream sandwich. So. I was actually mm-hmm. making myself an ice, ice cream sandwiches last night. I just realized, uh, <laughs> like, is... I have these little biscottis. And I was Your spreading. engineer right now is really wondering what he's doing with his life. Oh. No, no. <laughs> well, he's Believe me, he's listened to a lot of these. There's, we, there's, there is no topic too small or too big for us to handle on Radio 8 Ball. And I have to say, whereas Rain's question about are we all in this together and environmental degradation is a question that we get from a lot of people, you are the first and potentially the only person in 20 years of Radio 8 Ball to ask a question about an ice cream sandwich. There you go. So, 20 years? Holy cow. Yeah. yeah but you're I had on... no idea. You're an institution. I, I am institutionalized. Who asked the question on Laney's show about, what was it? Soup bones. Oh, soup bones. Oh, yeah. Chucky Weiss asked about where he could find good soup Soup bones. bones. So you're not the first food question. Soup bones. Yeah. Do you remember the answer? You mean bones to make a good soup? Yeah. To put in soup? Yeah. You put, well, don't you just take any kind of chicken bones? Well, yeah. it's like you can't get... You, you can't buy the bones on the... Well, yeah. sometimes people want to make that, that answer like that. beef bones or whatever. Yeah. I can look it up. 
Or That'll make it even just more exciting. To Chucky Weiss on your other show. Yeah, uh, you know what, listeners should see. Look in the link, and you'll see. I'll, I'll provide that link of what uh, Ch- yeah. Chucky Weiss's answer. Chucky's in love with <laughs> chicken bones. <laughs> He's, he asks a great question. He asked about boys. soup bones. He asked about kitty about getting a good kitty litter box. Wow. And he asked uh, about he was much the, cleverer the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But he had three shots. You you know, when you come back, you'll you know, you can do even better the next time. Harper, I'm never okay, coming back. I feel, back feel, to I do feel this. okay about it now. <laughs> you can come back and be the musician. We'd love to have you as a songwriter sometime. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, well, with no with zero pretentious words, all vetted by the rhyming dictionary. Uh yeah, um and I've noticed that Miranda is clearly within the confines of tried and true the words that you can use song in songs words, yes I very am. much so. on that one especially yeah. yes i venture out here and there but i didn't there <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. excellent well thanks well, a thanks lot. a lot thanks for having me on your show and i'm just here to um i'm not plugging anything i'm just here because i'm a miranda lee richards fan thanks for listening to radio eight ball If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Show.